Welcome, global business trailblazers and language learners, to another episode of the Business English Podcast. I'm your host, Rob, and here we are, strapped in, ready for another huge leap forward on our journey towards mastering business English. Today, we're delving into a topic that many of you have requested how to actually use will and would correctly in business English. These two modal verbs can be tricky, especially for non-native speakers. However, they're vital in our daily communications at work, from making future plans and expressing possibilities to offering polite requests or expressing hypothetical situations. Mastering will and would will help you sound more confident and professional. It will make your emails clearer, your presentations more persuasive, and your meetings run smoother. And who doesn't want that? And so we're going to help you do all of that and more in this very episode. So if you're ready to take a giant leap forward in your understanding of these two essential modal verbs, let's buckle up and get started. We'll be exploring definitions, uses and examples in a business context for both will and would. We'll also highlight some common mistakes and provide you with effective strategies to avoid them. Plus, as always, we'll be doing all we can to improve our pronunciation along the way so that the vocabulary and phrases that we do use on this episode are ingrained so deep in your mind that it physically hurts to pronounce them incorrectly. But that said, remember it's not about perfection, but progress. Every step we take together in mastering business English brings us closer to breaking down barriers fostering understanding, and creating more inclusive, diverse, and effective workplaces. So, let's dive right in and start unravelling the mysteries of will and would in business English. But first, our resident warm-up act. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast. Helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact. With your host, Rob, from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. Welcome back. And before we deep dive into our main topic of today, it's important to establish a solid understanding of will and would. These two words are what we call modal verbs in English. Modal verbs help us change the meaning of other verbs, allowing us to talk about possibility, ability, permission, and much more. So let's begin by looking at what will really means. So generally, will is used when we want to talk about future events that we believe are certain. They will happen. It's often used to make future predictions, to promise to do something, or to express a decision that has been made at the moment of speaking. However, on the other hand, the not-too-distant cousin, would, is more versatile. It's the past tense form of will, but it's also used in other ways too. We use would to talk about hypothetical situations, polite requests, or expressing a desire for something. In business English, will and would hold even more significance. A properly placed will can make your emails sound confident and straightforward, while using would correctly can make you sound polite and considerate in your requests and propositions. Let's take a couple of examples. 
If you're emailing a colleague to inform them about a future event, you might say, the marketing team will present their strategies in the meeting tomorrow. This is a certain future event and we use will to express that. But what if you are in a meeting and you need to ask your boss for some extra resources for your team? Here you would say, would it be possible to allocate more resources to our team? You see, using would here makes a request more polite, more respectful, less direct in a sense. Did you notice the difference in tone and meaning in these two examples? That's the power of these two simple yet significant modal verbs in business English. But how do we know when to use each one? And what are some of the instances where we can use will and would in business English? Well, that's exactly what we're going to delve into in the next sections. We'll be looking at each verb in detail, exploring their uses with specific examples in a business setting. So stay tuned as we unpack the world of will and would and help you become more effective in your business English communication. All right, it's time to take a closer look into the world of will. As we mentioned earlier, Will is used to express future plans, promises, offers, and predictions. And it's often used when we're certain something will happen. Let's take a scenario. Imagine you're in a project planning meeting and you're discussing your team's responsibilities. You might say, our team will take care of the data analysis. Here you're expressing a future plan that your team is certain to undertake. The use of will shows that you're committed and determined to perform this task. Now, let's consider will used in promises or guarantees in a business setting. Suppose you're a customer service representative dealing with an upset customer. I'm sure this never happens, but let's use this example anyway. You might say, I will ensure your issue is resolved by the end of the day. Here, will signifies a promise or guarantee showing the customer that you are committed to resolving their issue. Often in business, we also make offers or suggestions. Will comes in handy in such scenarios. For example, if a colleague is struggling with a task, you might say, I will help you finish the report. This is an offer, a willing hand stretched out for help, again underlined by the use of will. And lastly, will can also be used to express predictions or forecasts. This is particularly common in discussions about market trends or future growth. For instance, you might hear a statement like, we believe the market will recover in the third quarter. This is a prediction about future events and will helps you express that with certainty. Now, let's make this mildly interactive. Here's a bit of a scenario for you to sink your teeth into. Imagine you're writing an email to your team about an upcoming project. Think about how you can use will in this email. Maybe you're making promises. Maybe you're offering help, laying out plans or making predictions. Have a think about a few potential sentences you could use. All right, are you ready? Let's hear some possible sentences. For plans, you could write, we will begin the project next Monday. 
For promises or guarantees, something like, I will ensure everyone understands their role in the project. If you're offering help, you could say, I will assist anyone who needs help with their tasks. And for predictions, you might write, if we work efficiently, we will complete the project ahead of the deadline. Remember, it's all about practice and repetition. Keep trying to incorporate will into your daily business communications. The more you use it, the more natural it will feel. And that's the power of will. It's a small word, but it carries a lot of weight in our communication, especially in a business context. But what about would? How does this fit into our business English vocabulary? Well, let's find out in the next section. Now, before jumping into the next section, I wanted to take this opportunity to let you know that if you wanted to get more out of the Business English podcast, then that is possible. For example, full transcripts complete with timestamps so you never miss an expression, phrase-focused one-pages to quickly refresh your memory before that next last-minute meeting, pronunciation support to assist with the trickier elements of business English, live read-along transcripts, quizzes, and much more. If this sounds like it could be useful, then the Business English Podcast premium subscription could be for you. Check out the details at the link in the show notes. Right, on with the show. All right, we're back, and now it's time to delve into would. As we said before, it's slightly more complex than will, but before you run for the hills, it's okay. We're going to roll through all the possible scenarios that you may use it in a business context in this section. So, as we've already mentioned, it is used in a variety of situations, from expressing polite requests and offers to indicating hypothetical situations and invitations. So firstly, in the context of polite requests, would is indispensable. In business, we often need to ask for things, be it resources, help or permissions. Using would can soften the request, making it sound more polite and considerate. For example, you might say to a colleague, would you be able to send me the latest sales report? Likewise, would can be used to extend polite offers or invitations. Suppose you want to invite a client for a business lunch. You may say, would you like to join us for a lunch meeting next week? The use of would in this sentence makes your invitation sound polite and gracious. Another use case for would is in hypothetical situations, which are common in business discussions, especially when brainstorming or problem solving. Let's say you're in a meeting discussing potential strategies. You might say, if we increased our marketing budget, we would reach a wider audience. Here, would is used to express a hypothetical outcome. Now, how about a quick role play exercise once again? Imagine you're in a team meeting and discussing various aspects of an upcoming project. Think about how you can use would in this conversation. Perhaps you're making requests, extending invitations, offering help, or discussing hypothetical scenarios. Think about a few sentences and practice using would. Feel free to pause the podcast if you need time. 
Ready? Okay, here are a few possible sentences. Clearly, this list is not exhaustive, but this is just to give you a flavour of what you could say. For requests, you might say, Would anyone be able to share their insights on the market trends? If you're making an offer, you could state, I would be happy to assist in the data collection. For invitations, consider something like, Would you all join me for a brainstorming session this Friday? And in hypothetical scenarios, you could suggest, If we could secure an additional sponsor, we would have enough funds for the expansion. Remember, it's not about memorising these sentences, but understanding the use of would and applying it in your own unique context. The more you practice, the more naturally it will come to you. I promise. And that's our explanation of would. It's a versatile word that can add a lot of nuance to your business English. But will and would often get mixed up and used interchangeably. So how can we avoid that? Well, let's roll on to the next section. All right, now that we've explored will and would separately, let's put them side by side. At times, will and would can seem interchangeable, but there are subtle differences that can greatly influence the meaning and tone of your message. One of the main distinctions is that will often expresses certainty about future events, whereas would expresses more uncertainty or depends on certain conditions being met. For instance, if you say, we will launch the product next month, it suggests a firm, solid, rock-solid plan. But if you say, we would launch the product next month if we complete testing on time, it suggests that the product launch depends on whether the testing finishes as scheduled. Another important distinction lies in politeness. Would tends to be more polite than will, which can make a big difference in business contexts. Consider these two sentences. Will you send me the report? Versus, would you send me the report? The latter comes across as more polite and considerate, which is often appreciated in business communications. Now, that doesn't mean will is impolite or inappropriate. Sometimes it's more about the tone and context. Will is more straightforward and can be perfect for conveying confidence, making promises or laying out clear plans. However, it's crucial to understand the nuanced differences between will and would to be able to choose the right one for the situation. English, like any other language, isn't always black and white. It's filled with grey areas, and modal verbs like will and would are excellent examples of this. Understanding these nuances can enhance your professional communication and help you express your thoughts and ideas more effectively. In the following section, we will dive into some common mistakes that non-native speakers make when using will and would, and we'll give you some tips, of course, on how to avoid them. Okay, now as we are nearing the end of our deep dive into will and would, let's discuss some common pitfalls and how to avoid them. Now, one common mistake that non-native speakers often make is using will in place of would in polite requests. Remember, would generally sounds more polite and is a better choice when asking for something. 
So instead of saying, will you help me with this report? Try saying, would you help me with this report? It's a small change, but can make a big difference in how your request is perceived. Another common error is using will when talking about hypothetical situations. As we discussed earlier, would is the better choice here because it indicates that the action depends on certain conditions. So instead of saying, if we get the contract, we will be able to hire more staff. Say, if we get the contract, we would be able to hire more staff. This makes it clear that hiring more staff is a hypothetical outcome, not a certain one. Sometimes people also confuse will and would in indirect speech. Remember, when you're reporting something that someone else said about the future, will usually changes to would. For example, if your boss said, we will launch the new product next month, and you wanted to report this to a colleague, you'd say, the boss said that we would launch the new product next month. Finally, remember that will and would are modal verbs and don't need an additional to before the main verb. It's I will go, not I will to go. And I would help, not I would to help. This might seem obvious, but it's a mistake that even advanced learners sometimes make. Language learning is all about practice, patience and persistence. The three Ps. Mistakes are part of the journey. They help us identify our weaknesses and turn them into strengths. So keep practicing and keep using will and would in your daily business English. It might be tricky at first, but over time, you'll get the hang of it. And before you know it, you'll be using will and would like a pro. But for now, let's move on to our final section. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to wrap up our deep dive into Will and Wood. I hope this episode has been enlightening and helpful. But before we end, let's review some key takeaways and action items. Remember, Will and Wood might be simple words, but they carry a lot of weight in business English. Using them correctly can significantly improve the effectiveness of your communication. Think of Will as your tool for expressing certainty about future events, for making promises and guarantees, and for offering help. It's straightforward, it's confident, and it's decisive. On the other hand, would is your go-to for politeness. Use it when you're making requests, extending invitations, or talking about hypothetical situations. It's also useful for talking about repeated actions in the past. Make sure you understand the key differences between will and would. Always consider your context and your audience before deciding which one to use. And most importantly, practice, practice, practice. Don't be afraid of making mistakes. That's how we learn. Try using will and would in your everyday business communications and you'll gradually become more comfortable with them. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Business English Podcast. We hope you found it informative and helpful. If you have any questions or if there's a specific topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, don't hesitate to reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We'll be back soon with another episode to help you enhance your business English. And until next time, keep it strictly business. You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next time.